0: Thank you for tuning in to TalkWad.com, the world's fastest-growing internet radio network. Please check out all the other great shows on www.talkwad.com.
1: It's time for the Let's Be Frank show, where we get frank with your favorite celebrity and national touring comedians. Follow us on Twitter at Let's Be Frank Show. And if you miss our live broadcast on Comedy Slam Radio, find us on Stitcher Radio, Podomatic, and iTunes at Let's Be Frank's Podcast. Keep laughing, my friends. All right. Thank you for tuning in tonight to the Let's Be Frank Show live out of Clearwater, Florida. I am your host, Fat Davey Day Dave Frank. And to my left, I have This is me, Gwiggy. Gwiggy. Getting Gwiggy with it. How's it going, really? Gwiggy, I'm excited tonight. We have some really awesome callers. Mm -hmm. Part of the Broken Lizard comedy group.
2: Yeah, this is good.
1: Two two fabulous comedians, Kevin Heffernan and Steve Mm Lemmy. Matter of fact, already on the line. How are you guys doing?
0: Good. What's up? Great. How are you?
1: Not too bad at all. I want to thank you guys for taking some time out of your busy schedules. You guys are, you know, going rock star. You got your new, uh, your new show on Netflix.
3: Yeah, uh, our new special, Fat Man Little Boy, came out uh, last or two weeks ago on Netflix mm-hmm. exclusively, and uh, soon to be released on DVD as well. But for now, just Netflix. Awesome. Fat Man Little Boy.
1: Absolutely, and some people have already seen this stand up all around the country already. You guys have been performing.
0: Yeah, we've been, at, we've been there for a couple of years, uh, let's see, about two years we've been doing this show. And then, yeah, we shot it about, meh, nah, about it's the end of last summer. And so uh, uh, we had a whole new show now. So now we've been, we're starting traveling around this year, and we've got all new material.
1: All right, cool. That is cool. awesome.
2: Yeah, I feel yeah. special now knowing that I saw it on Netflix and it's not even available on DVD now. That's awesome.
1: We <laughs> <laughs> We were actually watching a little bit of it right before we came into the studio mm-hmm. again. Netflix is the wave of the future, you know. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's on your smartphone, your tablets. <clears throat> Pretty soon, there's Whenever not going to be any it. more cable. <laughs> yep. So we're going to get right into After it, that? guys. You, you guys, <laughs> you guys are part of the broken. I'm sorry, the broken lizard comedy group, and that's you know. Every time I tell somebody that you guys were going to be called, and they were like, "Holy shit, broken lizard guys!" So the question is, you know how long ago did you guys actually all get together the whole group and how did you guys, you know, form, how did the whole thing come to be?
3: Uh, well, we, we actually went, we went to college. Yeah. I we went to Colgate university mm-hmm. and, uh, we were a sketch comedy group that in college and then we moved the group to New York city and, uh, we were performing. The only place they would take us was a, uh, a gay cabaret club in, in the village. <laughs> And awesome. from there, you know, we made it, we started making uh, We made a short film and then we made uh, our first film called Puddle Cruiser, which led to Super Troopers and, uh, you know, then Club Dread Beer Fest, all those. And, uh, that's, that's the fast version of, uh, of how we got all together.
1: We do have a whole hour. You guys could give out a little details. Nobody got drunk and talk somebody into it. Nobody was passing joints around, you know. Hey, guys, oh, we should do a I, sketch
3: comedy. I, seven. I talk to Kevin. That's how
0: it
1: happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm down for that because, like Kevin, I'm a fat guy, and I know how adorable and how much everybody loves to squeeze us. We're like Charmin. Yeah, people, uh,
0: there's a lot of chubby chasers out there, man. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Matter of fact, <laughs> I get most of my dates from Match.com or chubbychaser.net. <laughs> I, I prefer chubbychaser.net because it's free, and I'm a cheap Jewish bastard. And the girls put out for less fancier meals. Yeah, you see what most right, people don't know. Kidding. What most people <laughs> don't
2: know about having sex with us big guys is that uh, it's actually sort of like a good substitute when unicorn tears aren't available. So
1: <laughs> just, <you know. laughs>
2: okay, okay, we'll try.
1: That's good to
3: know. That it's... is good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad I'm, I'm glad we're here. We're learning things tonight. Yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely.
2: No. Now the group all started in college. Was it a class that you guys started with, or, or I mean, was everybody basically just actors and, and uh, uh, theater majors in college, or, or what's what's the story him that?
0: No, it was kind of mixed up a little bit. Like uh, what happened was uh, uh, Jay Chandra the Indian guy, <laughs> he was given a little. Uh, uh, the, he was in the theater department, and uh, he got some money uh, to start a student theater uh, group, and um, he had done a bunch of improv stuff in Chicago. He had done like Second City stuff and awesome. Improv Olympic stuff, and so he kind of wanted to start that at Colgate. And um, a lot of us were we were just friends, you know. And uh, like I, I wasn't necessarily in the theater thing. Lemmy was like uh, trying to impress his girlfriend, that's why he tried <laughs> out. And so uh there were some theater guys and some non, and and we just kind of pulled a bunch of friends together, and uh, we started these sketch shows. And it was kind of cool because there was nothing like it at the school, and so it gave you a chance to make fun of stuff that everyone was familiar with, like you know, certain professors or like the local cop or whatever it was. And so it kind of took off, and uh, we kind of had a false sense of security. So when we graduated, we decided to keep doing it, and uh, in New York City, which was a little bit more of a wake-up call, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So did you? Like, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: I was going to say, what a beautiful answer by Kevin. Yeah. He, like, I gave you the, the fast answer on the first question, and he gave you a wonderfully detailed answer on that next question.
1: <laughs> you guys are like the five year olds that we have to pry information out of. Please tell I us.
3: No, I'll, you can ask me the same. You can ask me how we started out again, and now that I know what's going on, I'll give you. I'll hit you with all
2: the details if you want. All right, well, let's hear
1: let's hear your version of what he just told us.
2: Hey, Steve, how did you guys start off? <laughs>
3: it's interesting that you asked that question. Actually, Kevin and I were not friends when the group started, and he did not want me to be a part of the coffee group. That's really? what he just omitted from this. Yes, from this tale. So, uh, you know, he because uh, Kevin and I had a very inauspicious beginning. Um. Which was, uh, Kevin actually does a great job telling a story. So it, it's tough because now I'm going to kick it back over to him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice. But the
3: the fast ver- version is uh, when I was a freshman and Kevin was a sophomore, he was a member of a fraternity that uh, I wanted to join. And they would have these parties and, you know, Cole universities University is in central New York. And so it was cold. It was cold mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, snowy all the time. And in the foyer of the fraternity house, everyone would just throw their, their coats. And, um, you know, one night I was at a party and, uh, and, and, you know, you would steal coats when you had to walk home. Like a freshman, we lived up on, on a hill called Cardiac Hill. And uh, because it was so steep and so long and it was a blizzard, oh, I took a coat. I took a coat. And this particular coat was like... It was like a, 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 like one of Liberace's gowns on me. Like it, it went all the way to the floor, and it was wide and thick. I could wrap it around myself like four <laughs> times. And uh, I reached my hand inside, and there was like a Jumbo Snickers bar in there, which I ate on the way home. <laughs> now, what I didn't know was that it was uh, it was Kevin Heffman's coat. And, uh, you know, frankly, I woke up, frankly, if I can be frank. I would prefer <laughs> um, it. Thank you. Uh, I woke up the next day and really had no, not much memory of what had occurred. All I knew is I had a giant, uh, overcoat.
4: <laughs> and,
3: uh, so the next time I was invited down to a party at the, uh, the Beta, Beta Phi fraternity house, I wore that coat, not really remembering where it came from. And, uh, anyway, Kevin can,
0: can take it from here. Well, I, I, I was pissed cause I lost my coat Somebody <laughs> stole it and we walk into this thing. There's another party and there's my coat sitting on the thing like a week later. And I pick it up and I go through the pockets and the idiot who stole my coat left his college ID in the pocket.
1: <laughs> in the place and of the, the jumbo ID Snickers bar. Lemmy.
0: <laughs> and uh yeah. so I knew who had stolen my coat and I went and confronted him. I was
3: dancing. Um, I, was, I was on the dance floor shaking
0: my feathers. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, um well I said, you know I said, uh, hey, uh, you left your uh, ID in my coat pocket. And he said, oh, uh, uh, that's weird. Uh, the same guy who stole your coat must have stole my college ID. <laughs> you, you see, that's, that's how shrewd
3: a thief I am.
4: Nice. I, I had Absolutely. that one
3: ready for him. but But Kevin didn't buy that story. And so when, uh, when they were having the auditions for the comedy group and I showed up, Kevin... You know, he was reluctant. He was like, I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. And Jay was like, no, oh, he's funny, but, you know, it's a little audition. So I auditioned. And then, you know, Kevin was still like, nah, 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 I don't know. I don't know. And, and finally they said, well, look, you know, if he could say like the thumbbag or the, or the thief or like the, the dick boyfriend or something like that, which uh, which Kevin, he thought that was uh, that was legit. And so Kevin ultimately is the one who let me into the 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 <laughs>
1: Thank you for giving Steve life. I know, right? It Absolutely. And I thought Morgan no, Freeman really was what gave everybody life. I thought nobody was anything without Morgan Freeman. Yeah. It's not that. It is Kevin Heffernan.
3: It's Kevin Heffernan. Kevin Heffernan will breathe life into anything. He's like King Midas, you know, like <laughs> when he puts his, his when he puts his, his nice purple lips on you, he'll, he'll give you life.
4: It's beautiful, nice. that
3: way. beautiful.
1: Um, All right, Steve. I'm sorry. All right, Kevin, I got to ask you. How yep. often does a does a stranger walk up to you and ask you if you want a liter or a soda?
0: <laughs> it happens all the time. I mean, it's actually <laughs> kind of funny because, like, it's 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 kind of the way our, our stand-up shows go. Like, we do a stand-up show, and instead of hecklers, we get people who just kind of, like, shout stuff out from the audience, like lines from our movies. Mm-hmm. And so, inevitably, I'll get a couple people yell out, give me a leader or cola, you know, from the audience. Yeah. Um, you also get, like, a lot of times people come up and ask you to, like, leave, like, a voicemail message on the phone. Uh, <laughs> say, give me a liter of cola.
1: Nice. Absolutely Which I'll do. horrible. Oh, awesome. That is awesomely horrible.
3: Kevin, Kevin gets it the worst because, you know, he also, he played uh, a character named Landfill uh-huh. in our movie beer Fest. And he's, like, the heavy drinking dude. And so a lot of times people want to, like, Chug a beer against him or make him do shots, which, you know, look, I mean, we always say our, our problems could be worse, yeah. but it's still, like, not the best situation.
1: Right. Although <laughs> I think I could probably take Kevin in a beer slamming contest. I'm, I just I just have to brag on myself a little bit.
0: Uh-oh, the gauntlet has been thrown. I believe oh, so. I, I am out fat. Um, uh...
1: I am fatter, and I could drink more at one sitting. <laughs> or, I, I, I can drink more faster, just faster. I probably can't drink That's more. The real question <laughs> is, can you
3: open your throat?
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I I do not want to say where I got those skills, but apparently I can. <laughs> I plead the fifth on part of this. So it it could be it could swall. be part of the reason why I have such a raspy Godfather voice, <laughs> uh, or it could be the you know the cold. I I don't want to I don't want to speculate too much. I'm on live radio. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but Gwiggy is smiling.
0: Yeah, obviously. <laughs> nice. No, we love not press you. Wait, okay. can Wiggy vouch for you for your uh, for your chugging skills or what? He what...
2: does drink a lot of beer. I, I can vouch for that much. I don't know about his actual just downing it in one sitting right away, he... like just one glass, like massively well, right away. But... I,
1: will, I will say this, uh, and he does
2: always buy the beers after after the show. So I can't I can't say anything too bad. Oh, there about you go.
1: Okay. <laughs> I will say the fastest that I was ever timed. Was uh, I was drinking a bottle of Corona on the back porch. I was probably, I think, I was still underage. Uh, I was on the back porch of my parents' house in Middletown, New York, and uh, <laughs> I chugged a bottle of Corona in two point two seconds. Wow! At least that's what we were able to get by those little Casio stopwatch calculator watches back in nineteen late eighties, early nineties.
0: <laughs> is it because your parents were, or uh, is it because your parents were pulling into the driveway and you had to down it as fast as you could? <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And I think somebody challenged me too. It used to be people would challenge me. I was never, I was always too fat to do like the keg stands where they hold you up. Nobody wanted to do that. And I didn't want my belly hanging out. But uh, chugging it, there was nobody that could beat me. We used to go to my buddies' colleges and they were like, you can't beat Dave. And I'd make money, pay for some drinks. It was good. (laughs) The the very, very worst was we went to my friend's college. It was Geneseo. Yeah. And they drink. The Beast, which is Milwaukee's yeah. best. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, yeah. God! The, the
4: there yeah, was the, no Milwaukee the beast.
1: fart smelled like landfills. I mean, it was horrible. It was horrible, <laughs> horrible. The whole ride home.
3: <laughs> well, let me tell you a story about Kevin Heffernan.
1: <laughs> Go for
3: it. Uh, he, I remember, you know, and this just goes back to the to your Corona thing. I, Kevin and I were at a party one time. And uh, as a part, it was a, like a big party, but the beer and the booze were starting to run out. And somehow we got our hands on a couple of uh, of Miller High Life beers, you know, in the clear oh, bottle. Nice, nice. And we were walking through a door, and, uh, <sighs> and some LA hipster walked by Kevin and was like, "Oh, hey man, where'd you get the Corona?" And Kevin, without even looking at the guy, Kevin goes, "I don't drink Corona," and just kept walking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Nice. Now, who here? That, who here remembers the very first brand of beer they ever drank in their life and where they had it?
0: Um, well, I had I had Bush beer. That was the first that I had. I, think. Nice. I mean, I mean, you know, like you get a sip off your parents' beer or yeah. whatever. Like, but my first like solo beer, I think, it was a Bush beer.
1: All right, my first beer was with my, with my old man. Uh, we were just at the dinner table, and I don't know. I was I was probably under fifteen, and he goes, "Dave, hey, do you want a beer with dinner?" If you want one, you could have one, and it was a wow. uh, it was a Beck's beer. It was it was wow, it was, it was delicious. Ben. And I said, "Thank you very much, Dad. I enjoyed that." <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> it was great. But yeah, no, no,
3: that's that's beautiful. My 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 first real memory of beer. My dad used to drink Budweiser, and he had a he had like a silver mug with a glass bottom, like with a, with a clear bottom.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I remember he used to, when he used to drink at the dinner table. I could see. Into the glass bottom, and I could see his like mouth and his tongue, you know, like like glugging the beer, and it was like his face was smiling a little bit. It was it was it made
2: it look delicious.
1: <laughs> it made it look like the world was a better place while drinking.
2: Then you found it, oh, it yeah. was delicious. Oh, right? Yeah.
1: Now, how much are you are you guys actually big drinkers off of the show? You know, aside from the beer fest movies and all that, but are you guys drinkers in life?
0: Uh, I think so. I mean, we were we were certainly big uh, beer game. Drink- I mean, that's where a lot of beer fest came from. You know, the stuff, the games that we played, and things like that. You know, as you get older, you probably slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess doing these shows, you you end up doing a lot of drinking. So, mm-hmm.
4: you know. well, yeah.
3: I mean, it's it's funny because like you know on the on the special, Fat Man Little Boy, mm-hmm. we uh, you know one of the things we decided to do like, Kevin and I could never agree on who would get to go first. Because uh, we both like to, you know, go first during a stand-up comedy, <laughs> on stage for a variety of reasons. One, one of which was, you know, in the second half of the show, our audience is always pretty wasted. <laughs> so it, it is better to, you know, to go first and 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 uh, and while they were still clear-headed yeah. and, and calm. And uh, so what we what we did is we started to do a chug, a full chug on stage at the beginning of the show. To see who would get to go first, and uh which you know which is is captured on the uh in the mm-hmm. special, but the problem is that you know then we wound up doing it all the time, and you know sometimes we did three shows in in one night, mostly two shows in one night, so like we just found we were ch- still at you know chugging a ton of beer um unnecessarily too so like self self imposed so you know i would say generally speaking though you know we used to be bigger drinkers than we are now but you know you catch us in the right mood we'll, we'll certainly have uh, have a few pops with you
1: <laughs> nice <laughs> well let me know next time you're in clearwater man the beers will be on me
0: <laughs>
1: clearwater florida Wait, okay. are you guys coming to florida on the on tour at all
0: uh i don't know they're they're starting to book up our summer and the rest of the year so we don't after April, we don't have any dates booked yet, so I think we'll, we'll probably we'll probably be back to Florida this year. Yeah,
4: awesome. All
3: right. Yeah, we were in we were in Miami back, in, like I think it was like October around then. Yeah, we did the Miami Improv, and then uh, I mean we're always making. There's so there's so many places to go in in Florida. You know, whether it's it's Tampa or West Palm, um, Orlando, Miami. I mean, we're always going all over that state. So chances are we'll 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 be there later this year.
1: Very cool. all right i'm gonna i'm gonna have to keep in touch with some of my people <laughs> over at uh pulse pr and make sure i know when you guys are around
0: we have to have a beard, chug oh, yeah.
1: Ab- absolutely <laughs> i can't throw down a, a a challenge and you not call me out on it i, would I be, know right the only <laughs> thing i hope is that i'm man enough to win that i hope that i could fight that i could back up the smack that i talk
2: at least have a strong showing brother <laughs>
1: Absolutely, absolutely a strong showing. Like I have to be able to finish the beer. If I fuck no, up and can't get the whole beer down, I'm done. Are we going to start off with like a beer or are we going to go to like that big triple size liter beer? Are we starting with a liter of beer? The boot? The the no. Boot. We'll way, go for man. the boot? Maybe
0: a pint. Maybe a pint of beer. Pint, definitely. A pint. That's good because it's
1: it's got a big, wide, open mouth like I do, so I think it's shaped for the fat guy, the pint. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Right. I I want this. I I want somebody (laughs) to grab me a pint right now, because this is live on Ustream, and I want to slam one and see how fast it takes, but I can't do that. But tonight, maybe afterwards, we're going to slam it, and I I will tell Meredith at Pulse to tell you how fast I drank it.
3: (laughs) Uh, We we don't believe anything Meredith tells us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Including the time that the show starts. That's right, That's right. Absolutely, called Meredith. I love, we her I love you. I <laughs> love you because you get me great comedians that you work with to talk with, but you give them wrong times. But she is phenomenal. I'm sure she does a great job for you guys overall. She's
3: great. She's awesome. Oh, uh, she's a real delight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He said that so beautiful. <laughs> She's a that, that was
3: me, Steve. But I like you've you've me a very dry. I'm in a very dry mood right now. <laughs> oh,
1: <nice. laughs> and, and why is that? Why are we dry? Um, Do could we be need because some shots? I've been drinking
3: dry martinis. Thank you very much. Very Thank
1: nice. you. Dry <laughs> martinis are good. Uh, is there a bad kind of martini?
2: Yeah
3: the the girly um, one.
1: One you have to pay for yourself. Maybe that's about yeah. it.
3: <laughs> Like an apple martini, one of those
1: like sweet ones. Yeah. I'm, def- I'm okay. definitely not a fan of the sweet drinks. Yeah. That is not good.
3: What so, about like uh, soda? Do you not like soda?
1: I, you know, I've never really been a big uh, soda drinker, at least not in the, like the last 10, 12 years. Uh, okay. Always <laughs> yeah. drink a lot, Perfect. a lot of water. How
3: about, okay, water's not sweet. How about sweet water?
1: No, I find that stuff is disgusting. <clears throat> like when they flavor water with like cherry... Mm. It tastes so fake. But I I would love to sip on Jägermeister on the rocks all night long. Ew, gross. All right, wait. How, <laughs> about, um, how about hot cocoa? Yeah, I'm a fat guy. Of course I like hot cocoa. Okay,
3: that's a sweet drink. That's a sweet drink. Throw in some mini marshmallows. It's even sweeter. I got you.
1: Absolutely. I, I did definitely think that we were talking about sweet alcoholic drinks, but you can knock me down. You can definitely get me there. A hot cocoa? You can
3: put top- you can put alcohol
1: in, in hot cocoa. Oh, yes you can. Mm-hmm. You you could put a little bit of uh cream de mint. You could put a little you could put rum, vodka.
2: Yeah, man. What are you doing with the cream de mint when you... <laughs> I don't
1: know. It sounded like it would go well.
2: You want a baby bottle to go with that or what? I'm just like
1: Are you calling oh, me oh, out on my oh, own oh, fucking show, Gwiggy? Let's bit. be frank. Don't <laughs> call me out. I don't invite you back. Inside of this ten by ten studio, I am God. This is true. As long as Kevin says it's okay. Kevin. Okay about me. <laughs> so hey, what, what kind of messages do you guys want to get out there to the world about your show and about your comedy? Because you guys, <laughs> although you're on the same show, you got a little bit different style about yourselves.
0: Yeah. That goes back to uh, when I first met Lemmy, and you know, I had cast him as the scumbag. You know what I mean? He's more of a scumbag
1: <laughs> than I am. Awesome. Yeah. And is that why he got shot in the ding-ding during the movie uh, Stormtroopers? And I don't know why I said ding-ding as opposed to pecker or anything else, but whatever, I fucked up, I did it. <laughs>
3: yeah, No. and you also call the movie Stormtrooper. Yeah, did I, just, I say I
1: Storm Stormtroopers, Stormtroopers. Stormtroopers? Oh, my <laughs> shit. I, I, man, I, I guess um, I have just fucked it up, but it obviously is stup- uh, Super Troopers. I almost, oh, my God. I'm over, <laughs> maybe I don't need to drink anything.
2: Probably not. I'll drink it for you.
1: Don't worry. All right. I apologize for that mess-up.
3: Oh, you know, no, don't. Don't. That's the beauty of life is uh, errors happen. Errors occur.
1: That's why it's live. And unlike other podcasts, I don't take any of this stuff out. If I fuck up, it stays on. I don't, you know, that's the one thing that's different. That's why I tape it live where it's it's exactly it. If I mess up, it's just what it is. But what else can you do, you know? If you cut it out for uh, me, it's no good.
0: I was gonna say we just started a, we just started doing a podcast, me and Lemmy.
1: And yeah. is that Chewing It with Kevin and Steve? Yeah. It is. it is. It is on my list to talk about, fellas. It is on my list. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Let's get into Chewing it, man. Later. What's going on with Chewing It with Kevin and Steve? And when can we hear it?
3: We just it's uh it comes out every Wednesday. We just the first two episodes have, have come out. Um and uh yeah, it's called Chewing It with Kevin and Steve
2: and it's and available sit on there and chew the whole time
1: Well, we it's chew, available We on... chew
3: when we when we run out of things to talk about we chew nice
1: <laughs> uh now it's available and, on iTunes and, Nerdist. iTunes and, com. and Nerdist. Nerdist. Nerdist.com. iTunes and iTunes I like that oh, one
2: okay. so it's like a it's, it's yep. affiliated with Kevin Kevin Hardwick or
3: yeah okay. it's his uh it's his site the, the Nerdist.com yeah. site Um, and our, you know, our podcast is, is, it's fun. It's like we, right now we're kind of alternating, you know, one week, it'll be just Kevin and I Mm -hmm. chewing it uh, about a particular topic. Um, you know, in the first week we talked about like, you know, times where we have had rushes of fame and we've crashed and burned. Um, and we've, you know, we have had some pretty epic, epic stories of of that. And then, um, in the second episode, which came out last week, we, we had a, a friend of ours, Nat Faxon on the show. And that was in. Uh, he's been in a few of our movies, most notably Beerfest. Um, he played one of the one of the German brothers, one of the villains. Mm-hmm. And uh, since that time, he has blown up. He he was on the Fox show Ben and Kate. He was Ben.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, he he also won an Oscar for best adapted screenplay for The, the Descendants oh, yeah,
4: um, wow. last
3: year, and it, it was sort of notorious because <clears throat> Angelina Jolie was the one who presented the award. And that was the year she was wearing that, uh, that, that dress with the slit.
2: Oh, yeah, the leg. Nice.
3: Standing funny. And, and Nat and his partner, Jim Rash, came on stage, and, uh, and they were the ones who made fun of her. Uh, <laughs> for, the, for the way she was standing. Uh, so he won an Oscar. And then uh, he and, and Jim also co-directed uh, a movie um, just recently, which sold... At, uh, it's called The Way Way Back, and that uh, just sold for ten million dollars at uh, the Sundance Film Festival. Right. And so, he's really blowing up this year. And so, he was a great guest to have on because he actually walked us through the entire uh, experience of what it's like to be nominated for an Academy Award, and then you know the days leading up to it, and then the actual event itself, all the way through the post party. And then you know, we have a great picture of Nat. Which he sent around the next day of him passed out in his bed, like face down, with like in his like underwear with the Oscar sort of like askew on his desk, uh, on his night table, right. and uh, it's a it's a it's a great photograph. So that's actually a great episode uh, number two.
2: Cool.
3: and then a uh, new new one comes out this uh, this Wednesday.
2: Great. Uh, How did you guys get affiliated with uh, Hardwick and the uh, Nerdist uh, website?
0: You know, we, we had been doing a bunch of uh, podcasts quoting our stuff, and um, we had done a couple of them on Nerdist. We did uh, uh, Todd Glass, and we did Pete Holmes, a couple of other comics. And uh, the people who produced it, you know, really uh, liked it when we were on, and so they said, hey, do you guys have any interest in trying this out? And we said, yeah, sure, we'd love to. And so we, we recorded like, a couple of trial kind of uh, episodes. And uh, they liked it, and we liked it, and so we decided we'd uh, move forward with it. So you know, we're going to put one out every week.
1: Aren't these things fucking addicting? <laughs> Doing podcasts, they are, man. Is yeah. I listen to them all the time now. Jeez, it, it, it's like internet crack. It's who can I listen to? <laughs> and I, I get nasty sometimes. I get up there and I, uh, I try to get even with like on a on Podomatic or on Stitcher Radio. You know, Joe Rogan is just always up there as like number one. So I'm like right. sending him tweet messages that he never answers saying the Let's Be Frank show. I'm coming after you. I want your number one spot. Meanwhile, I've I've only made it into the top hundred a handful of times, which is a major accomplishment on Stitcher Radio, uh, where we make it into the top, you know, twenty or thirty shows on other podcasts all the time, but he never answers me back. I'm trying to get like a little bit internet war with him trying to start some popularity off of his back saying hey joe come fight with me on the radio and he hasn't i don't know he doesn't well, want to fight with me Well, There's not- a good way to do it maybe.
0: Uh I heard he got he's like all ripped now. Like he went all like steroidy muscular. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should um attack him for that like you know fat guy versus ripped guy. Nice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> in, in in the octagon. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Roids versus t- ruffles, or something. <laughs> there, whatever.
1: Roids versus fat rolls. <laughs> you should
0: get. Uh, you
3: should get carrot top to be on your team. <laughs> I would actually love to see carrot top fight Joe Rogan, especially because I, oh, I think be carrot good. top would kick Joe Rogan's ass.
1: I think carrot top should be allowed <laughs> to use props while he fights Joe Rogan. <laughs> that would only make it better. <laughs> yeah. Not only am I bigger and badder, but I could beat you with props. Like he hits the hand, and it's like the Acme cartoon fist comes out and punches him. It, the only problem is it would take yeah. so
2: long for him to hit him with a prop because he'd have to explain it first. You know.
1: <laughs> so and are you? You guys? Of it
2: all.
1: Are you guys into Go the ahead. UFC and watching all that fighting? <clears throat> uh, I I don't watch UFC,
3: although. I- I will say that I actually watched the very first one, um, which was on my birthday, you know, back in, like, the 90s. It was probably, like, 92 or 93, and uh,
4: back the when first it was the ad races. came out.
3: It was like, like, it doesn't matter who you are. You get to fight. It was like, there was a sumo wrestler in there and, like, you know, karate guys and, and uh, boxers. And and my friends were like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I was like, I want to watch this this USC thing. And this is when it was, like, Royce Gracie. Like, he won that one with those... Boring in you
1: know, a submission hold, right? Yeah. But uh, then you had those couple guys but, uh, like Tank Abbott that could just knock people out like crazy. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, he was that big, fat, so now, now, <laughs> out of shape I don't, guy. I don't watch it at all.
1: I I still watch it sometimes because I'm just amazed that people they they make it out like they just enjoy standing there getting punched in the face for. Thirty or forty thousand dollars, or whatever these guys are making—I I don't know—but it sure is hell ain't enough to get punched in the face. I'll work a whole year at a menial job before I'll go in there and get punched in the face by people that can just beat the crap out of me purposely.
0: Right. Unless it's can, girls
1: it is, or Jello that's wrestling, you're
0: a pu- you're a pussy.
1: Uh, yes, yes, I am. Uh, I have been I, called a pussy I, before. I'm uh,
3: gonna I'm gonna Twitter Joe Rogan right now and be like you. Should-
2: what
1: did you do? No, don't. Why did you do that? So somebody well, you put a call through during this interview? That's all right. Who Who's calling in? It's
0: important. Don't worry about
1: it. Okay. So cut where's, him off the where's, line. Where's Griggy, that fat bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Griggy is right here. Who Who's calling in? You got two seconds before we just hang up on okay, you. Put, so put get your two seconds on. in.
2: This is Das Buddha. Okay, brother. <laughs> are the other guys still on? Are Kevin, Steve, you still there? You messed up the call, dude.
1: Did you drop Kevin yeah. and Steve?
2: Where are they at? Kevin, Steve, you still there? You didn't press the add button, dude.
1: Great. No, you didn't. What studio are you in? Well, apparently you didn't, so check it out. Uh, thanks for calling in and call those guys back, please. This is. A- what studio are you guys in tonight?
2: We're in Clearwater, brother.
1: Also, oh, Adams, you're an engineer.
2: Yeah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Are you this? Hello, Steve. Guys, how you doing? They're not there. Either. They hung up or something.
0: I can't watch you guys. What the hell's going on?
2: We're working on it. <laughs> That's hey- Buddha. We lost the other guys, the important guys. I know. I wanted to talk
1: to them. Well that would have been nice to say from the beginning, but uh hey guys, are we all back on the air? Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Sorry about that. We had a small uh technical difficulties too.
0: Let me thought he offended you guys. No, no, no. no. Uh, did you hear they any of the conversation?
1: Did you hear any of the conversation that went on? <clears throat>
0: No, we were still talking, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, All right. That's
1: well, awful. well. apparently, uh, we we normally do not take a lot of calls during interviews, but uh, who's calling in again? What's his name? Buddha? Yeah. Buddha, what do you want to say to these guys? Thank you for calling in. What I want to say is, how much longer do we got to wait for Weed Fest?
2: <laughs> Good question, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: you know, like one of the, Originally, it was kind of a joke that we were going to make Pot fest. And then, um, you know, we put the joke at the end of the movie uh-huh. and then we started getting phone calls from people. Like we, we literally had phone calls from uh, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> 50 Cent, uh, you know, Willie Nelson, Cheech and Chong, and they all wanted to do it. And so we're like, Sh- shit, we got to work on this thing. <laughs>
2: nice. And
0: so okay. we started outlining it. We started outlining it. And then, um, we, so it turned our focus a little bit to super troopers too. And so uh I think Weed Fest is gonna be after Super Troopers too.
1: Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. cool. Well listen, thank you for calling in. I'm glad we were able to get your question answered. And uh we we're gonna get back to this interview. Thank you very all much right. again for calling in, Buddha. Yeah. All right, have a good Thanks. one. Ricky, do I know who this guy is? Have I ever met him? Buddha?
2: Yeah. He's around the station, so oh, yeah.
1: Oh, all Probably, right. Yeah. Cool.
2: right. You've met me a couple of times.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I- I'll remember you next time I see you, buddy. Okay. All right. Thanks again for calling in.
2: Yep. All righty. No.
1: All right, guys. you got to be a big guy. His name is Bruder, too, right?
2: He's a pretty big guy, too. Is yeah, don't worry. Guy.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. So. Does he normally call in the people's shows? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you see, you know what's weird? I normally do not <laughs> take calls because, I, you know, I've been fortunate enough that I interview a lot of – uh celebrity comedians uh i don't know if it's my boyish charm and text messages and emails to agents but so you know (laughs) i normally try not to do that but hey today we got a question and it's pretty cool maybe we'll do that more often i don't know (laughs) ask people to call in that's a weird one how'd you guys like your question good buddha did a good job (laughs) thank you buddha there you go that's all that matters yeah you're, You're happy. I'm happy. Wiggy, you happy? I'm happy, Deb. I'm sure so, Boot is happy.
2: So, to, to finish talking about Podfest or whatever, is is the script actually written? Has anything been shot yet, or? Cause I know you no, said- we have a,
0: we did an outline for it. Um, we what happened was we we started outlining it, and then we sold the idea to uh, Universal, and uh, and then that got stalled, and so we moved to Super Troopers two, and now we've just been kind of doing all that work. Mm-hmm. So it kind of got stalled in the outline phase.
1: Okay. So when do you think we're gonna see Super Troopers two?
0: Well, we um we uh we had a huge this big legal issue and it just got resolved like a week ago. And so uh now we can move forward on it. So the plan is to shoot it this year. That script's written. We've already written that script. We're gonna shoot it this year and then probably around this time next year you should be able to see it. Awesome. Great. That is really awesome.
2: Any anything yeah. you can tell us about it now, or is it still all pretty hush hush about the script? Is it gonna it's
3: uh, we're, you know, we're not. We don't want to give out details about the plot. Okay. Although I will say that it picks up where the last story uh, left off. Okay. Um, and uh, other than that, it's hilarious.
1: Nice. Other than that, we will have to buy a ticket. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited. Definitely. Spend your money and come see it, baby. Nice. Although <laughs> by then it Over could top. be just right, direct to Netflix because movie theaters will be gone. <laughs> Nobody goes anymore because they could just sit on their home couch and get fatter and fatter and just watch movies.
0: Watch their six-inch yeah. TV,
1: I right know. Yeah. Absolutely. i tell you <laughs> what,
3: man, on Netflix, you know, Netflix, the streaming thing is ridiculous how yeah. awesome it is. I mean, you just sit there now and pump TV into your eyeballs for like eight hours straight without <laughs> n- batting an eye.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now they make all these smartphones and these tablets that can handle 8, 10 hours of it. Mm-hmm. You got people on the buses and cabs, planes, they're just glued. Well, not planes. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Damn, I'm dumb tonight. Yeah. Buddha, come back now, and save me. Now,
2: now, now, can I ask you guys a question about uh, how you guys created some of these movies? I mean, like Super Troopers and Beer Fest, you really don't have like a uh, one one main character. It's really the whole group is really the main character. How did you guys decide... To to really just sort of make the ma- the group the whole main character in a sense, I and mean, that's, that's that's kind of ambitious, especially at the time, because most movies well, really uh, have I mean, like a lead actor who's kind of the focal point of the whole m- movie and storyline and stuff like that. But
3: I think it was you know we made our first movie Power Cruiser back in 1996,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and
3: you know and now when I I was the guy you're talking about, I, I was the lead guy, and you know we started trying to beef up all the roles around it. And you know, it's just—it's just one of those things where, like, we realize, you know, everyone wants to perform, and and, and you—I mean, certainly you can make a, a more typical movie by focusing on mm-hmm. one main character and having subplots around them. But mm-hmm. you know, it seemed better suited for us. You know, it's five guys. Let's just create mm-hmm. five equal characters, which becomes a challenge because then you know, you're like, okay, well, what kind of things? do five guys do together. Okay. A basketball team. So we haven't done a basketball movie yet, <laughs> but like the cops, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, well, competitive beer drinking, you know, you have, you have to really come up with like ensemble y type uh, things, but it's, uh, it's okay. The, the key for us is to not assign the roles until after the script is, is written. So okay. that we're just, you know,
1: how much of your natural putting, personalities like, do you let get into your characters?
3: Once once we once we assign the characters, then it's like, you know, once like Kevin's character becomes clear, then we, you know all the other characters are making fat jokes at that at that person, you know, and and that character will become more of a of a fat asshole. <laughs>
4: nice,
0: nice. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: No, well, here's the thing, it's, and this, this is a new one. Like Kevin, I, I've been thinking lately that Kevin is like the Daniel Day Lewis of fat assholes, because like. <laughs> He plays like Farva and Landfill and like the real dicks on the, on screen. But then what happens is the cameras stop rolling and you're out of dinner with them and, and he'll still be in character. Like he'll still be being the like fat, obnoxious <laughs> dick. And you're like, holy shit, he's just going to be in character this whole time. Who, who else does that? Daniel Day-Lewis. So that's, we have an Oscar contender. Method. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like he it, man. Covered. You got to believe it and live it. You know what? That's that's goddamn right on the money. you got to believe it to live it. There you go, man. If I didn't believe that I could call people and get them to call into my show, I I never would have started it. I don't Mm -hmm. know how the fuck I thought I could do it. I got on on stage for six months doing comedy, and this guy Nolan comes up to me and says, hey, I'm starting an internet radio station. You want to do a show? And I'm like, well, can I call it Let's Be Frank with Dave Frank? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm in. (laughs) <laughs> if I, I can have my name in my show twice, it's perfect. <laughs> what what else that's, better well, can you have? What's that? I said, what else better can you have than your name twice? But uh, that's you not, you know, you for what, me my, it was My great. last name is Lenny. Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, I love, you know, like reading books when the character's like, oh, let me have the uh, the pepper. Let me have the <laughs> cereal. <laughs> now I can do that. I'm like, let me entertain you. Uh, let me buy you a beer, let me get your number, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, we have the same type of thing going on with our last names.
1: Absolutely. Except I'm like, frankly, can I touch your boobs? I leave the first three out, and I go right for what I want. I'm pretty direct. <laughs>
3: nice. Oh, yeah, me too. I go, let me touch your boobs. Yes.
1: <laughs> let me, let me let me have it. Let me, let me lick a dip. Let me. Yeah,
2: let me just dip it in. Yeah.
1: I'm lemme.
4: We so, so, me go home. That, so it, are money. you guys
1: married, or are you still taking all the single women that want to throw tail at you?
3: <laughs> we're both married now. Oh. We're both happily married.
1: So, so, are we allowed to talk about before you were married, all the happy tail that got thrown at you?
0: We were never, you know, famous before we got married. Well, at least I, I got married a long time ago, so. All right. I don't think it was any movies of ours before I got married. Maybe, maybe.
1: Let me. Any yeah. famous stories of uh, fornication and fun?
3: There's, you know, there's, uh, there's some good ones. I mean, uh, isn't that how you met your wife, Lemmy? Now, <laughs> Kevin.
1: <laughs> Come on, this sounds like a great story. <laughs> now, Kevin.
3: It is a good story, though. We were, but it's, it's a good story. It's not the best story. It's not the best one. I mean, you know, like uh, I was, I was being paid to host. A beer fest event down at the University of Florida. Um, Good party school. And which I was which I was doing, and my wife was uh, currently get where well, she was getting her PhD at the University of Florida. She was in grad school there. I, I met her at a different event. I met her at an after party, nice. uh, at night, and the best, as they say, is history. And uh, you know now we have a child together. And um, but you know that wasn't necessarily a, such a scandalous. I, I've got more scandalous stories than that.
1: Do you um, get in trouble with the wife you know, if you I, tell us a scandalous story?
3: Huh? I one time um, had a woman ask me to make love to her as Singelstein.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you oblige? That's what I need to know. I did. No, I absolutely. did
3: absolutely you have to You're
1: like, oh you feel, oh shit, you feel so fucking good. Oh god, I'm about to come oh fuck, Oh gosh. Here it is. Like
3: that kind of thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, naturally I couldn't I couldn't fake it because I don't have that improv background like you guys. And even quiggy has got an improv background. Mm-hmm. I'm the improv fucker.
2: But you get some improv in you, bro. It's yeah, really. some improv in you. You'll get a lot better sex that way.
1: Will I? Yeah. So on my Match.com profile, I'd be like, I could do improv and stand-up. Mm-hmm. See, that's it. I just lied. So I could just improv a lie like that. Look at that. There you there go. You go. Well, I didn't even study. Well, for- go ahead. Yeah,
3: you're, you're improvising right
1: now. That's what I was going to say. I didn't even study for this show. I'm just improvising <laughs> the whole shit. I knew I knew Beer Fest, and I was supposed to know Super Troopers, but I fucked it up and said Storm Troopers. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you man. fucked up. You fucked up you should it's, I'm a horrible horrible person and that's Can why I, I have to frank? buy the beers yes <laughs> I will no. tell you you play a great Jew in beer fest <clears throat> it's amazing how different you look from the way you are now versus the curly haired Jewish guy it's when you're it, like I looked at it I was like holy shit that's the same fucking guy it's so different and I was like damn because I was just picturing the mustache and you getting shot in the balls and then all of a sudden I see mm-hmm. you as the Jewish guy
3: yeah, well, I, you know, I grew up in New York City and uh, I was one of the only three non-Jewish people at my high school. So I'm like in with those people, tight. Nice. And uh, you know, I mean, really all my best friends from uh, from high school are all Jewish uh, people. And so, you know, like I know the holidays. I even know the obscure Jewish holidays like like Purim and Shavuot. You know those? No. I
1: am I am Jewish, so I do know those.
3: Oh, okay. Do you know Passover is
1: coming up? you Are going to go spend some Passover with some Jewish friends in New York?
3: No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. It was just like we would get all the holidays off, and they would all be doing their fasting and praying, and I'd just (laughs) be out, like, fucking writing writing graffiti on the
0: wall, you know?
1: Yeah, I was a bad Jew boy growing up. I did not fast. I I think I attempted it once for, like, 30 or 40 seconds, and I was like, why would I do this? Mm I don't know.
3: I've never understood like the fasting, like, the, like Judaism when they have their fast and Ramadan, you know, like, like why starve yourself? There's, you know, there are better ways to, to pay you
1: know, respects to, to people. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. You know, well, it's mean, all
3: about suffering.
1: Yeah. We should pay our respects to people by not suffering.
3: Yeah. By rejoicing, having a great life. It was like stuffing our faces.
1: Absolutely. We should have a beer fest in their honor. <laughs> and a chugging Amazing. contest. Yeah.
3: Listen, the world—the world would be a better place if it was all one big beer fest. It's true; all our problems would be solved.
1: Mm-hmm. It would, it would absolutely. I would—I wouldn't even have to go to work. I would never talk to the public again.
2: <laughs> well, the only problem is, is there might be a shortage of beer at some point that that could be, you know, detrimental to society.
1: Well, as long as the beer factories have jobs, they can fucking work. As long as they work, I still have to pay for it and Uncle Obama keeps extending unemployment, so I should be able to do that if I ever lose my job. Sure, buy your beer. Absolutely. Isn't that what I most even,
3: people... Uh, I'd even work at a beer. I would work at a brewery and make that my own job, and just just I'd work for my own. I'd sing with myself. Uh, nice. Get a farmer.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. if this was drugs, they say you're never supposed to uh, dip into your own stash. I guess in beer, we'll just make more. Don't get high on your yeah. own supply, but when you're drinking beer, yeah. don't matter. Mm-hmm. Little, little yeast carries it on.
3: Well, let's now look. Let's improvise and come up with a with, like. Don't get high on your own supply. It's a great saying. We need one for beer. Like, don't drink your own beer. That would be clear. Mm-hmm. What What's another good one?
1: Yeah, that one's almost too obvious. What would be a good one? It's got. This it has to match with beer. Now, I you you do like.
0: Don't go dry on your supply.
1: Nice. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. So, so I don't know. It's better than anything I could come up with because you guys are the improv pros. I'm just, <laughs> well. I'm just making this shit up as I go along. Improv, and you're doing a
3: god, you're doing a damn good job out of it
1: too. It was actually <laughs> me that I walked outside the studio and fake Buddha calling into the studio mm-hmm. just to fuck with <laughs> everything to nice. see if I could keep myself up on the toes.
0: Sounded familiar.
1: <laughs> so, what were you guys talking about? Why we had him on the line and not you, anyway?
0: When uh, when we lost you guys, yeah, we were. Uh, I think we were just continuing on whatever the thought was, and that was one of those moments where it's like, "Hello, hello," yeah. <laughs> we realized we were talking to each other. Absolutely.
3: Well, the moment was we were, you know, we had I had called you a pussy, and then I was saying I was going to um, Twitter. Joe Rogan, and tell him that he could. We had a dude who, whose challenge he should accept because he could kick your ass.
1: And then you
4: know,
2: there was dead silence.
1: That—that <laughs> that was me shivering and shaking, scared. <laughs> it was like
2: crap. What did I get myself into? <laughs> Absolutely,
1: Joe Rogan. If you're listening to this, I do challenge you to a podcast off. Uh, just because yours is better than mine, and I want to build my brand on your back, and. Sorry about your damn luck. It may or may not happen, but it, it's a noble effort on my part. I think.
3: <laughs> nice. But you know right there. But see, that's that's the whole. That's the flaw in your logic. What's that? If I can be frank, can I be frank?
1: Oh, I would prefer it. If you're not frank, I would be frankly mad.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, um, this is weird because now it's like, let me
0: be
2: frank.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm changing the name. Uh, Uh, You got to pay half my rent.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, no. Let me be frank with you. I think that you shouldn't uh, say, like, I'm going to build my podcast on your back. You should just be like, fuck Joe Rogan. This is my podcast. I'm going to build it on my own back.
1: Uh My back is so big.
2: Which is pretty much exactly. what you're doing anyway. Exactly. So, I know. I
1: don't, I don't. I don't think anybody really thinks that I want to build my my show off of Joe Rogan. I, I I'm I'm just known for the fact that I've charmingly handsome and able to get people to call into my show right. with my bad grammar, horrible te- emails. I don't know how people call me.
0: We called you twice. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And Bring you're going to call again because you're having a great time. Like in a, in a few months, you'll tell us just how great your podcast is going and a little bit more information on the movies.
4: Sure. Sure.
1: There you go. Sure. I sucker them in. Make awesome. sure I get them to call back. Tell all your Hollywood friends that the Let's Be Frank show is the greatest show while you're still on the air in between getting cut on and off. Yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You've got so, the best technology there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we got great technology we just had uh, our, our normal guy, Frodo, who is a, a big nerd himself, uh, stepped away. And I don't know, junior nerd stepped in and, you know, blew some shit up. And I might go in there and fart on his face when we're done. Good
2: tonight. Beer Fest style, baby. Nice.
1: No drinks for him. <laughs> so, guys. Beer. Yeah, where are you going to be in the next in the next couple of weeks? Where are you guys going to be performing your stand-up? Where are people going to be able to see
0: you? Uh, we're going to be at the Atlanta Improv uh, April 12th and 13th.
1: Okay. That's
0: the next date. And then uh, they're lining up some dates for May, and then we're going to do an East Coast tour in June.
4: Nice. So So uh,
0: we'll, we'll get more dates, but we'll throw them up on our Twitter and uh, well, I guess yeah. our Twitter's at I'm at Heffernan Rules and Lemmy's at Steve Lemmy. And so we'll put our dates up there and our Facebook page.
1: And they can is, find uh, out Heffern more stuff Lemmy. about you guys at BrokenLizard.com, right?
0: Yeah, you can do that. Or um, we have our own site now. It's uh, HeffernanLemmy.com. Nice. Nice. Which will have all our tour dates
2: on it. Now, when, when you guys did first started doing stand up, was it just the two of you or have the other guys from Broken Lizard? uh, done stand up
0: with you at all or no? Yeah, you know, we did a, go
4: ahead.
3: They, uh,
0: we did a tour like maybe three years ago, four years (laughs) ago with all five of us. Okay. And it kind of started more as a sketch kind of show. And then it just kind of morphed into like, uh, you know, we, we were each doing like 10 minutes of stand up and then we did like some super trooper sketches and beer fest sketches. And then it got easier just not bringing the uniforms with us. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And so we started doing it more. And then, uh, After we finished that tour, uh, guys were like, uh, the other guys were kind of had either other obligations or they were kind of tired of touring or traveling, and Lemmy and I wanted to keep doing it, so
1: we just kept doing it. It's a totally different feeling. I know, and obviously I know nothing about being in a movie because I've never been in one or sketch comedy, but for that 10 minutes or 15 minutes that I'm on stage, it's such an exciting feeling. It's a huge rush. And I imagine you guys got to feel similar. How much different is it knowing that people are watching your movies laughing than being live in the audience or in front of them in an audience?
3: Well, well, that's a different thing, you know. It's uh, you know we got our start in, in sketch, um, Well, you know when you make a movie, you do you do take after take, and the crew, you know, there's like they'll laugh at a few things, but for the most part, they're they're not really paying attention so much, and so, so you you don't really know something's funny until you've shot it and you're sitting at like a test screening or something like that. And then it's, it's final, you know, you can't, you can edit some things out, but like, you know, the, the thrill of stand up comedy is the first time you're trying out new material. And then, you know, if it gets a great reaction, it's fantastic. <laughs> if it doesn't do well, it's equally powerful because you're out there in front of, you know, 250 or 500 people bombing you know, it's it's which is it's thrilling in its own in its own way. But uh, you know, there there's nothing like that live the live audience energy, you mm-hmm. know, that feedback that's happening immediately. That's just, you know, you can't compare anything to that.
1: I agree a hundred percent. Uh I, I, I don't get enough opportunities to do it. I wish I was on stage more than I am. But uh I'm partly fat and lazy and partly still too new. To get as much stage time as I would like. But I, I yeah, think I, I got mean, about a know, good 15 we minutes. Did, uh,
3: Miser- we did a bro- that Broken Miser tour that Kevin was talking about. And we each did, a, you know, about 10 minutes of stand-up comedy. And now, when Kevin and I do it, we're each doing, you know, around 30 minutes each. Uh, and including probably like, you know, 25 minutes together. So, uh, and, and, you know, that's a whole different beast, too. You know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. When you get up to 30, 35, 45 minutes or an hour, like it's, you know, you're, uh, you're really out there. You're letting it all hang out in front of a group of people and just, and, uh, and you're pretty raw. But it's, uh, that's what's so great about it.
1: Yeah, I've gone back and where people have filmed or, you know, or taped some of my shows. And I'm like, holy shit, I, I just can't believe I even talked. I, I don't remember saying that. And I can't believe that I would talk about that on stage. And it's amazing what you give out there when you're either looking for material or you need to stretch time. And all of a sudden you're talking about, you know, hemorrhoid surgeries and lasers getting shot up your ass to fix them. And you're like, holy shit, I said that in front of 200 people. What's the matter with me? Oh, it worked? We're going to do that again.
3: (laughs) That's funny that you say that because the very first, you know, when we were doing our Broken Lizard tour, we decided to to go to a small venue and each do our standoff. And my very first uh bit was about uh the hemorrhoids I got while shooting beer fest <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and getting an adrenaline shot in my in my ass
1: what, and, an uh, adrenaline shot
3: yeah, they shot adrenaline in, in, into my into my tush um
1: for a hemorrhoid and uh
3: well listen we you know we were making a movie for ten weeks where we were chugging beers. All day, every day, you know, six days a week.
1: I'm and just wondering why three. my doctor never offered me a shot to clear away my pain one, two, three. I'm going to call I mean, that like bastard uh, up. I'd like
3: a shot of Jagermeister up my ass. I mean, like shot of adrenaline, like a needle in your ass.
1: Yeah, you well, it might have been better than a laser.
3: know, <laughs> man. I think a laser shot up your ass, there's a, there's a pretty awesome story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, here you go. Just so you know, this was the first time I ever brought it up on stage or anything. So I brought it up on the radio. Good for me. Well, that's
3: good. That's good. So you got a laser shot up your ass. Huh? It was.
1: You know what? The laser wasn't the horrible part. It was the week of trying to poop afterwards. It was not. It was fun. The what? The week of trying to poop afterwards.
3: Oh boy! See, I didn't see. You got to go for the adrenaline shot because there's no. That's,
1: that's why I'm saying this is like malpractice. I never had an opportunity for an adrenaline shot.
3: Did Did the doctor put on like a Darth Vader costume when he shot the laser up your ass?
1: Uh, yes, I believe I requested it because I knew I was going to get drugs. And I said, I want to remember this fondly. His nurse is dressed up like Princess Leia. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right.
3: Well, you know, you and I are connected in this way. That's great. <laughs>
1: connected by the assholes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now when you guys what first I was going to say when you guys first started doing stand up uh originally was it was it hard to transition over from doing a lot of sketch stuff to then being on stage by yourself just doing stand up?
0: Yeah, it was hard. It was a it was a definitely a different muscle, you know. Yeah. I mean, we had spent, you know, 15 years doing sketches and and characters and stuff like that and it's a it's a much more bare bones to go out there and just talk to the audience. So it took a little while, I think, to get the hang of it. and But uh, I think that's what made it kind of fun is because it was different, you
1: know. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding your voice is, it's hard to find your voice. I've talked about everything from just being a fat guy to the hot and spicy foods that I like to eat. Uh, my online dating escapades, which has been everything as good as signing up on the first day and getting told to bring a pe- pepperoni pizza over and get laid the next day which was a great first experience with match.com. I would like to thank that girl many times again for that wonderful <laughs> experience. I don't know if I could, uh, if I could do it without the computer.
0: No. What are you talking about?
2: We're not sure anymore. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I, no. I probably <laughs> just meant I couldn't
1: get dates without the computer. Oh man. <laughs> what kind of drugs yeah. are you on tonight, brother? <laughs> uh, I'm on Sudafed. And Ricola, nice. Ricola, and these I aren't can, even good uh, ones. Recommend... They're cherry ones. They're not good ones.
3: Uh, Robitussin and the, um, the antihistamine. That that stuff will make you fly.
1: Nice. That is going to be sit- it's sitting on my counter, waiting for when I get home from the show. Because like, I couldn't do the show on that. Or maybe I could. Maybe I'd be better on Robitussin. I'd
2: be asleep, so that would probably be better. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Are you allowed yeah. to be mean to me? Only every once in a
2: while, I get like one or two good shots, and that's it. So, wow, wow! He zinged you there. He just a little you. one.
1: That's yeah, little one. <laughs> I feel like I just got slapped in the ass with like a wet towel or something. It's horrible. Like a
3: laser shot up your ass.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to live that down. No,
3: no, no. You know, I frankly, I fell in love with with the uh, the woman with my colorectal specialist, because, like, I would be in such discomfort. I'd go there, and, you know, she'd have, like, her finger, like, all the way (coughs) beside me, and, like, my toes would be curling. And, like, you know, what happened, like, the first time I got the shot, she told me, she's like, I'm going to put two shots in. And I was, like, I was so terrified. When she was done, I was like, I hate to ask, but how about the shot? And she's like, oh, I did that already. I was like, are you serious? I didn't feel that. And she was like, oh, yeah, I did it while I was up there. I was like, oh, my God. And she brought me such relief that, like, she was like, you only have to come back once a month. I started going back, like, once every two weeks. <laughs> <because> of, like <laughs> The experience is so powerful with this woman just up my ass, you know, like, really just, like, coating me with adrenaline goodness. It was so great. I couldn't. I, I, I fell for her. And then she moved away to Chicago. And had to, like, have the talk with me. She's like, now, Steve, I want you to know I'm moving to Chicago. Start <laughs> my practice day. And I was like, oh, I'll come with you. I'll go. I'll go. But uh, <laughs> last I stayed here.
1: She didn't anyway, She, she didn't on. recommend a finger friend?
3: No, but I was so cured by that time. Like, it was overkill. Like, I had, you know, like, <laughs> I just had, like, I mean... I had adrenaline coming out of my ass.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Now, you nice. mentioned for Beer Fresh, you guys were actually drinking for every set, for every take that was real beer. It wasn't like just some kind of fake iced tea with suds in it or something like that. It was all we're real beer. just
1: non-alcoholic beer.
0: It was kind of mixed up. You know, like uh, there are times where we would be drinking real beer, and a lot of times we were drinking like, uh, they had like a, a gross concoction. They had like a, we tried to make it, you know, like dark German beer, and there's like, a gross concoction of uh, Diet Coke and
1: O'Doul's that cool. we drank a lot of. <laughs> Dude. That does sound horrible.
3: Yeah. But, you know, it's like you wake up, you're on set at 6 o'clock in the morning on a Monday, and, you know, like, I think Kevin and I, there's a scene where Kevin and I are, like, chugging schnitz and giggle beers against each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was a Tuesday morning at, at like, 6 or 7 a.m., And we pounded like six of them right off the bat, you know. Like you can't, you really can't be drinking real alcohol, yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. When you've got, you know, when you've got like another fourteen hours to go. Mm -hmm. But towards the end of every day, yeah, we we would uh, we'd relax, and then of course, you know, we'd go out and socialize. Nice. This is a lot. It's just a a really unhealthy movie to make.
1: (laughs) So, does that mean there's not going to be a beer fest two? It's be pot well, fest, that's dude. weed fest. Yeah, that's weed
2: pot fest. fest. Is there going to be real weed being smoked for the whole show? <laughs> <laughs> it'll
3: it, it'll it'll take us like a year to film that movie.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, it will be one hell of a fun year. Mm-hmm. Why did it take so long to make this movie? Cause I got high. Cause I got high. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, nice Yeah. Like, well. well I mean, your alternatives there. I, I don't know if you ever tried to do stand-up comedy stone, but like you know, it's it's hard to smoke weed and get up in front of people and perform. I know there are a lot of comedians like Doug Benson mm-hmm. and Joe Rogan, all those guys who are <clears throat> here. They can all get up and and smoke weed live on stage. I can't do that. Mm. I've tried it. I've tried it twice now, and I and I, and I failed miserably both yeah. times.
1: Maybe I should try doing comedy without weed in my system, and I'd be better. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, well, that's, that's the beauty of comedy is you can
3: keep, you can keep going back and uh, and trying new things and finding what works for you. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, we actually took up a whole hour of your time already. Look at that. Oh, what? It goes by quick, doesn't it?
0: I know. It but it
1: we, we can go long, so we. I think we should shoot the shit for a few more minutes. Well, you guys got again, a few more for us. I
0: don't know
3: if you can hear my baby crying in the background. That's that's reality. That's oh, reality. That.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what I I will hate myself if I don't ask this question. And and I was reading on on some of the sites earlier of, of how the origin of of the name uh, Broken Lizard actually came about. And then there's been a couple of different stories. And you guys don't actually give a uh, true answer. But what was the actual story behind how that came about?
0: <laughs> I wish it was an awesome answer, but. Uh, <laughs> What what really happened was that uh we were all got together and, and, and came up with a bunch of names and like we had like a like an N C A bracket of names and we whittled it down to one and uh then Jay Chandler went to go make our first uh poster for our show and he just jettisoned that name and made up his own and he made up Broken Lizard and then he came back and presented it to us and we we're like, What is this shit? And, uh, but the poster had been made, so we were, we were locked in. So <laughs> <Nice.
2: laughs> what was the name that won the brackets?
0: What was it called? I mean, it was like Chocolate Speedo, I think was the name of it. That's exactly what it was. Oh, Chocolate nice. Speedo. <laughs> nice.
2: That is still pretty an awesome story, man. That's awesome. So don't sell it too short. It's a uh,
0: u- uh, unilateral uh, dictatorship activities, You know, that's how it got that way. <laughs> nice.
1: N- nothing better than having broken lizards shoved down your throat. Yeah. <laughs> and America seems oh, to love yeah. it.
3: And it's, it's fine. You know, I mean, it'd be better. You know, Broken Lizard presents Super Troopers is way better, I think, than Chocolate Speedo presents, Broken <laughs> Lizard, or presents uh, Super Troopers.
2: Nice.
1: Yeah, I, I would definitely agree. I, I, I almost get scared of anything that has to do with a Speedo. And I don't know if that's just because <laughs> I'm fat. Sure.
3: And then people, you start to break down what exactly is a Chocolate Speedo. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't know. You don't want to And
1: then, then you think you're more interested in a chocolate Speedo because you're fat. And you're like, wait, can I eat that? Chocolate <laughs> Speedos. Hey, they got edible undies, and I would eat them off some of the ladies. I'm okay with that. Well, All right, guys. These, these
3: are the burning questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, guys, I want to thank you very much for spending some time with us tonight. And, uh, you know, spread the word how much fun you had. And uh, maybe I, I, I liked you guys on the uh, Facebook page, so I will send you this debacle of a show if you want to share it. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. I, <laughs> awesome. I would love it. Uh, Good. So, listen, thank you guys you have very my, you much. You got my kid
3: on next time as your guest. Awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you very much. Don't forget to check out all these guys. Hey, give them your Twitter sites and your websites again, guys, before you go.
0: Yeah, we're at uh, uh, our Twitter site. I'm at Heffernan Rules. Steve is at Steve Lemmy. And then our Facebook is Heffernan Lemmy.
1: All right, guys.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thanks for
3: having us.
1: Thank you guys for calling in. in. It's been great. Thanks, fellas. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a great night. We've come to the end of another edition of the Let's Be Frank Show. To catch up on past shows, find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Podomatic at Let's Be Frank's Podcasts. Want to be part of the show? Email Dave at Let's Be Frank with Dave Frank at Yahoo.com. Stay funny, my friends. See you next week.